With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. I, I was going to go through the American Campfire, I'm sorry, the uh, American Covenant book again, and I got a, a te- uh, an email from a friend, and uh, his name is Dean, and he sent me something from his grandfather, and it's about his grandfather's life, and I, I was so taken by it that I asked if I could share this with you tonight, because I, I think it's so inspiring, and I, and I printed off uh, this picture that he sent me out of a little book about his grandfather named Bert Turner, and uh, his grandfather, Bert... Uh, led a very unique life. In fact, he was born in Ireland and he grew up in Belfast, Ireland. Remember, we've been talking about St. Patrick, who was actually from Britain and he was kidnapped and taken to Ireland and then he escaped and then he went back as a missionary to convert the kings and the people in Ireland and saw a complete transformation over there, a total revival way back in like the 400 AD time, 500 AD time. And his grandpa, Bert Turner, came over the sea to uh, America with his parents. And uh, they said that he was born twice, once physically and once spiritually. And uh, for those of us who know what that's talking about, Jesus said that unless a man is born from above, not just born, uh, you know, after nine months in the womb, but born from above or born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. And his grandpa was born both physically and he was born spiritually the second time by faith, by turning his whole heart to God uh, in faith. And he was there in Ireland and witnessed the great Irish revival And he saw, as a young boy, the city of Belfast, Ireland, turn from what they called civil war to revival victory. There were were different groups of people who were fighting against one another. Maybe not just two, but, but, but more. Just rioting and warring together, fighting against different ideas, religious ideas, political ideas, um... You know that racism is a part uh, of, of cultures all over the world. And so this, this infighting within a country just divides it and makes it fall. But there was a great revival that turned them around. And they called it the great revival victory. That's what we're looking for here in America. We're fighting. We are very near a civil war, if not in a soft civil war right now. Ideologically, 100% we are. We have people who are actually profiting off of you and I being divided religiously. It's easy to use race to divide people. It's easy to use uh, economic status to divide people, the rich against the poor, the poor against the rich. We're being divided politically. Those who support this political party versus those who support that political party or people who support no political party and people who actually benefit from dividing us. You heard the term divide and conquer. Well, that's exactly what they do when nations that are free are taken over. They're divided over race, religion, sex, gender, economics, politics, and then they can be conquered. Sounds a lot like what's happening in our country right now, doesn't it? And yet, 
if revival breaks out and the spirit of God moves into the heart and soul of his children and the family of faith comes together across racial lines, across political lines, across gender lines, across economic lines, we come to, uh, to, together across denominational lines. We are a force that cannot be stopped. An army of compassion that will see victory in every one of those areas as God works through us. And so uh, Bert, my friend's grandpa, saw that happen in Belfast, Ireland. And then as, as, a, as an adult, he had an amazing ministry because he himself was converted and he had 12 years of a ministry that was huge, that was all over the United States and through Canada. And he was preaching and had a very unique and unusual ministry. He actually was known as a revivalist. Now, that's not just a preacher. That's not just a minister or a teacher. This is someone who, who is going for more than just sermons that turn pagans into churchgoers more than just preaching messages that get people to become religious. And, and one of his main focuses was teaching people the difference between revival and church services that just made for bigger congregations. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. He wasn't interested in people who warmed the pew, bench warmer, uh, pew warmer members of the family of faith, but wholehearted, all in followers of Jesus, who actually allowed the Spirit of God to animate their entire life. Everything that they thought, everything that they did. And thousands and thousands of people responded to him. And, and we've seen great revivals in our country. We saw it in the Great Awakening, and then people fell away. We saw it in the Second Great, great Awakening, and then people have fallen away. Forces have come against us. In Ireland, they had a great revival in 1929 that, that his grandpa saw. It's, 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 it's kind of like we're doing the, the American campfire revival. Well, his grandpa saw the Irish campfire revival. Someone was lighting a campfire 
uh, over there in Ireland. In fact, I know who it was. It was St. Patrick. Remember, we told the story of he went up the top of the mountain and in, in defiance of the king's edict, he lit the bonfire before the spring festival. And that led to the revival of the nation. Maybe our American campfire over these hundred days could light a fire of revival in our country. And remember, revival is not just people becoming church folk or getting religious or following a bunch of rules so we go to heaven. Revival is like, it's something that comes into you. It's life that comes into someone who's spiritually dead and it animates you. Like, like think of, I'm here in Hollywood. We have Disney animators. Imagine someone draws a, a picture of Pinocchio or, or, or Winnie the Pooh or Mickey Mouse. And you say, that's great. That's great. It was a blank piece of paper. And now you've got Winnie the Pooh. But he's, but he's just a stick figure. He, he, it's just the framework and the form. What do you want? You want him to come to life. You want Pinocchio, the wooden uh, puppet, to become a boy. And, and now he's got a life. This is what happens in true revival. People don't just get churched. They don't just follow religious rules. They come to life from the dead. It's like those dry bones that, that start to rattle and come to life. And if you will allow God to animate your heart and your marriage and what you do with the education of your children and pour life into your church and your community, and you allow revival to characterize you and the way that you get involved in all of your culture, and I do, and tens of us, and thousands of us, and hundreds of thousands and millions of us begin to catch this fire of revival, we could see our entire nation animated by the Spirit of God, by the fires of revival. That's what happened in Ireland. It happened more recently as well in Scotland in the 1950s, the Hebrides revival, and out of that, came people who were so influenced that they started massive difference-making ministries like Bill Bright came out of the influence of the Hebrides revival in the 50s and so did Billy Graham. He started his revivals in Los Angeles, California of all places with his tent revivals and D. James Kennedy. Why not now? Why not in 2021 with a bunch of people making campfires and praying and getting back to the ancient covenants why can't God send revival now? It's not magic fairy dust that, it, that falls from the heavens. It's the spirit of God in you right now. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that causes you to be a self-governing member of the family of faith. That doesn't mean every man uh, does what he wants in his own eyes. That's, that's terrible. Read the book of Judges. It's men and women joyfully, voluntarily submitting themselves to the word of God and living it out. Letting heaven animate earth through you and me. That's revival. Please pray for it. I don't think we have any hope outside of revival. Thanks for joining me tonight. It's a blessing to be with you. I'm headed back home to California, and then I'm off to uh, Idaho. I'm on a whirlwind trip this week, and I look forward to sharing some of these adventures with you. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.